baby. Welcome to the episode, Middle Ground with JLE, LLC, where we treat you like family. That is the theme song, Detroit Love, off my first album, The JLE Experience. We got another great guest for you. She was a guest before, now she's family. Have minister, speaker, best-selling author, life coach, CEO, and founder of How Well Are You? Mental health advocate, Cynthia Mobley Howell. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeffrey. It's great to be back again. Thank you for having me. I must have did okay the last time because you asked me to come back. That's all right. Oh, oh for sure. Family. We got this. We are family. Absolutely. So it's mental health month. I think it'd be a great time to let it be about what you are here doing to help people. Absolutely. Absolutely. So first question, by being Mental Health Month, what are some signs people should be looking for to seek help about? Absolutely. Behavioral changes. Anything that's out of the norm. And when we say behavioral changes or what should people be looking for, we're talking about looking for in ourselves and in others. Because we want to be aware of not only what's going on with other people, but we also want to be aware of what's going on with us because we are people too. So a lot of times we look outside of ourselves at other people, what's going on with them while sometimes we're, we're having issues. So any abnormal behaviors such as being withdrawn all of a sudden you know you might have been a social butterfly but now you don't want to really participate in social activities and i know none of us have really been participating in social activities for the last yeah. couple of years but we're kind of slowly getting <laughs> into the thing into the um into the mainstream however you would think that because we've been out of the mainstream, quote unquote, for so long, now that we're starting to, things are kind of opening up a little bit and we're starting to get back in that, you know, people would be anxious and excited. So, you know, things are a little bit different, but if you see that you are just withdrawn, if you would, if, if you're withdrawn, that's a sign. If you are dealing with extreme anger issues, And I know a lot of, you know, we, all of us have different temperaments. Some of us will go from one to 10, (laughs) but some of us not as quickly. So if you're one of those people that you don't, you don't normally go to uh, from one to 10 quickly. And you, you find lately that you're going from one to 10 quickly, then you might better check, check that and see what's going on. What's, what's causing these anger issues. And it could very well be that your mental health uh, is being affected. What 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 are your sleep patterns? If you if you normally you know have 
great sleep patterns or decent sleep patterns, but all of a sudden you're either dealing with insomnia, you're not sleeping enough, or you're sleeping too much. You know, something could be going on. So that's just the three that come to mind, but there are many, many signs. But anything that's out of the norm, any type of behavior that's out of the norm, you want to be able to identify that behavior and consider that perhaps there may be something going on with your mental health. Okay. Now, how long has May been mental health month? Because I never really heard about it before. Say it again. How long has May been mental health month? Yes. That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Um, since I've become a mental health advocate, which is probably two years now that I'm really getting into it, I just basically, because I'm connected with several networks that have to do with mental health, so I usually get emails when different um, events are coming around or month, mental health months or mental health weeks or what have you. So I'm always alerted mm -hmm. to things. So as far as how long has there been a mental health month? That's a good question. And I'm going to Google it right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of it before until now. Yeah. Yeah. I, and you know, really for just about anything that's going on these days, there is an awareness month. Um, what comes to mind, and it is considered a mental health. It's also, by the way, are we out of it now? I know either last month or this month is Autism Awareness Month. And autism is considered, it's, it's, it's on the mental health spectrum as well. But um, okay. it says that Mental Health Awareness Month also referred to as Mental Health Month, has been observed in May in the United States since, take a wild guess. 95? 1949. What? Yeah. But see, that's the thing. That's so, okay, great. This, so, so here's the thing, Jeffrey. Nobody has been talking about mental health nope. awareness. Mm-mm. So doesn't that say a whole lot? There's been a mental health month observance since 1949, and we don't know nothing about it. We just mm -hmm. finding out about this. That's because no one has been talking about mental health. And I will say this, and I will keep saying, <clears throat> it seems like, of course, the pandemic opened up some things. Yeah, that opened up Pandora's box. Crazy. Uh huh. Say it again. Yeah. Pandemic opened up Pandora's box. Exactly. Because folk were, no pun intended, going stir crazy. And then they're like, you know what? I gotta tell somebody about yep. this. I, yep. I, I, I can't keep this, I can't, I can't stay in the closet no more. I got to come <laughs> out of the closet. So we had a lot of people coming out since yeah. 2020. A lot of people have come out. And because a lot of celebrities, and I mean, just this past weekend, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this past weekend or somewhere sh around there, Naomi Judd committed suicide. You know, Naomi Judd. Oh, I didn't know that's how she died. 
I didn't either until check this out. I saw that she had died. I was on YouTube and I saw mm -hmm. something came across that she had died. And normally I will kind of, if something like sparks my interest, I'll click on it and see what's going on. But I'm like, ah, I'll check that out a little bit later mm -hmm. on. So I happened to hop on, I was on Facebook the other day and someone that I know was doing a Facebook live. And she was talking about Naomi Judd committing suicide. And me being the Google queen that I am, I Googled it right away. I'm like, OMG. But check this out, Jeffrey. She was 76 years old and she has been dealing with major depression for a very long time. Wow. And I'm thinking to myself, girl, you made it to 76. You should have kept on pushing. But it goes to show you how severe mental health is now a lot of people mental health issues are now a lot of people focus on depression because depression is one of the top probably one of the top okay. uh, mental health issues however i'm always thinking about schizophrenia because you know my story mm -hmm. uh, i am one of four siblings i'm the youngest and the only girl and all of my brothers suffered from severe mental health issues. And that's why I do what I do. My oldest brother was bipolar, which in the day they called it manic depressed. But then oh now it's called bipolar. He eventually committed suicide at the age of 32 because he just could no longer manage and deal with the struggles and the challenges Mm -hmm. of having a mental illness. My middle brother was diagnosed as schizophrenia and my youngest brother is also schizophrenic. So I had tended, before I became an advocate, I tended to lean more toward focusing on the schizophrenia because that was what we dealt with mostly in my family. Although my oldest brother was depressed, he was quiet, you know, but my mm -hmm. Youngest brother was a line wire. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. So I so a lot of people, when you talk about mental health issues, you hear a lot of people talking about depression. You hear you don't really hear a whole lot about schizophrenia. You hear a no. whole at least I don't. Me neither. Yeah, you hear a lot about depression, though. Everybody's seem like are depressed. And so when I read that Naomi Judd had committed suicide and she'd been very open, I guess, for a very long time about being depressed and her two daughters also Ooh. are open about dealing with oh. severe depression. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, oh. yeah, she could nail me. I'm going to tell you, today has been... Let me tell you, I, I'm like, Lord. So today, and I haven't even, I haven't even had time to address someone, one of my speaker colleagues from the leadership experience tour tagged me in a post today in Facebook. And I haven't even had time to address it. Mm -hmm. A young lady committed suicide. Now, apparently she was a she must have been someone 
popular. I'm trying to find, see if I can find the post real quick, Jeffrey. Mm, she, no problem. Um, yeah, she she must have she must have been an athlete because she was wearing athletic wear, I believe, in the post. I didn't even have time to read it because before I college student Arlena Miller leaves heartbreaking message on Instagram minutes before committing suicide. Oh no. Beautiful sister, beautiful young sister. And this must have just happened recently. Uh, I'm going to, whenever I get off here, I'm going to actually read. He actually, it actually, um, he posted the, the post that she did on, mm -hmm. on um, the post that she did before she committed suicide. But before I could even... Before I could even read that, I got this text from someone who I know that suffers from mental illness. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just a text, it was a text. And the individual was saying to me, I want to tell you some of my story because I trust you. I haven't said a lot but and as she began to type i sat here and i wept wow i wept i wept and so we got on the phone and i said and now based on her age she has been going through this for many many years and when i tell you this individual went through some traumatic oh my god oh, i felt yeah. like i was reading a novel i'm like this actually these things actually happen to a human being and when we got on the phone yeah. i said to her i said you're blessed to be even able to put two sentences together after all you've gone through. That is true. So people are people are suffering. People are suffering. And that's why, you know, my mantra is I'm not keeping quiet anymore. Yep. <laughs> and that's why I can't keep quiet because people are going through and people people are coming out and they're saying they're getting better about you know, coming out mm -hmm. saying they're dealing with mental health issues, but I'm going to make sure that they keep on because I'm going to keep the conversation going. And I was sharing with someone the other day who mm -hmm. has dealt with severe depression for many years. And these are people that I've, I'm connected with. Why? Because I'm always posting on Facebook and they're looking and they're seeing those posts and they know that I'm serious about this. So they feel very comfortable mm -hmm. reaching out to me and sharing with me. This one individual was sharing with me about their struggles with depression. And what I was saying to them was, you know, I'm going to keep the conversation going. Oh, this is what I was saying to them. And I know you can relate to this because we're believers and we're followers of Christ, so we have the spirit of discernment. God, God allows us to, to discern certain things. 
And a lot of times I can feel it over the airways when I post certain things. Mm -hmm. I can feel some people just cringing. They don't because they don't want to deal with it. But I'm gonna deal with it, baby. Got to deal with this thing. I can literally feel people's people's spirits cringing. But then at the same time, there's people that will reach out to me and say, thank you so much. I'm so glad you keep it going. Because sometimes I do feel like, uh, let me just let it go. Because, you know, because I feel like, you know, people want me to be quiet, but I'm not going to be quiet. <laughs> and I had somebody reach out to me and I'm going to say this and I'll hush for a moment. I had someone reach out to me. I was totally shocked. This individual reached out to me on Facebook and they actually put it in the comment section. So it wasn't a secret that they were struggling with their mental health. Someone who I had least expected. I would have never imagined this person would be saying I'm struggling with my mental health. So I'm not going to keep quiet. And, and, and whoever's out there listening to me right now, I'm here to tell you that I'm going to keep talking about mental health. My family was destroyed. We paid a very high price. Why? Because we kept quiet because of the stigma surrounding mental health issues. We didn't want anybody to know what was going on. And my parents were Christians, and that made it even worse. Because you know, if you in if you in the church world, you know, you you know you you're supposed to be stronger than that, and and these types of things don't supposed to be happening to you. And ain't you praying hard enough? Because if if you were praying hard enough, you could pray this stuff away. No, baby, you can't pray this away. Now you need some prayer. Oh, trust me, you need some prayer, but you're gonna need some therapy as well. So I subscribe to Jesus. And therapy. And you gotta walk through it. And you ain't gotta be quiet. This show about you. <laughs> you don't know how we get down. <laughs> you know, they, that's been an issue in the black community for years to not talk about mental health issues. You know, like I was talking with a friend earlier today that I realized back in high school when I got to graduation, I realized my father was see walk across stage. Every fifth period, I would get depressed, look out the window. And I guess after a while, God was like, all right, you had your time. Sent my homegirl over, like, what's up with you? I started telling her, like, okay, yeah, I get that, but, you know, we got you back. But we done with all that, you looking out the window depressed. We're about to graduate, God got you, we got you, we're going to keep moving. And sometimes you need that lifeline to get you to look at. It might seem bleak, but it's another sign. And I'm always minded when I post my inspirational post every morning. It's helping somebody. Maybe some days like, oh, I don't feel like doing it, but nah. Hold on, let me pray for it, Ben. Be what you want me to say. Right. And I'm just seeing more feedback, like, wow, this really it really is helping people. Keep doing it. And right. I guess that's the thing that we gotta keep talking about it so people can realize it ain't weak. To mention, you might be dealing with some mental health issues. Mm -hmm. You might need to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. And that's okay because you want to get better and have a good life, not 
you freak out at work and they all oh, this crazy person, this, that, and the other, and you're not crazy, you reached your limit and you had to get it out so you can try to deal with some more. Because pressure is, is something. <laughs> you just keep letting it go, 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 and before you know it, pow. Well, they just want to go somebody at work. Like, what? That person? They were so quiet. Like, but you know what was going on with them. And they got to get it out. And they can't take no more. And I didn't know for over 60 plus years we've had mental health awareness month. Yeah. Never posted, never talked about, no commercials. But since pandemic, now we talk about it. Like, no, it's a month we need to make awareness. More sports athletes talk about dealing with it or other famous people. And it's just, wow. Because there was no reporting that she did that. Oh, Nami Judd died. Okay. It wasn't, oh, she died from this. Like, whoa. Seven six is a long time to be around. It is. It is. It is. So now, I don't, you know, so imagine, I don't know how long, but she's been dealing with it a long time. I'm going to research that. And I would venture to say, Probably most of her, probably most of her life. It didn't mm-hmm. seem like from what I read that this was something that had just started happening. So my my what I had to ponder, and the question that came it, into my mind was, you've been dealing with this, and maybe you can help me with this, Jeffrey. Maybe you can shed some light on it. You've been dealing with this all this time. You're 76 years old. Why now? What what made it become so bad now that you just felt like you just couldn't go another further? You're 76. Like, did you did you just feel like, well, I, I you know, I'm 76. I'm all, I'm I'm probably getting out of here anyway. I, I you know, I'm. Did she have health issues that contributed to? Uh, the mental, you know, that contributed to what was going on with the mental health issues and were the health issues something that she just couldn't deal with anymore and, and compiled, I should say, with the mental health issues? Did that just drive her over the edge? I mean, what would make a person 76 years old that's been dealing with, you know, and I'm not judging her, but you know, I'm just saying what I'm saying. Baby, you've been dealing with it this long. Just go ahead on. Girl, go Man. just deal. You know, you know what I'm saying. Hang on in there, Naomi. You know what type of support system did she have? You know what? You know what? I'm telling you because I can only imagine, and I gotta bring this in. You know, mm-hmm. we you already know we we're believers. We we're we're faith based. We believe in the Lord, and mm-hmm. sometimes. I got the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And I can get into some serious funks that takes everything that's within me to come out of. So, and I'm not saying this in relation to Naomi Judd. I'm talking, I'm just saying what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So imagine if we have the Lord in our lives and we know I mean, I got a track record and 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 you can't make me doubt him because I know too much about him. And we have the Lord in our lives. And sometimes we feel like we can hardly make it. 
What about people who don't have faith or yeah. don't have any type of spirit, spirituality? Mm -hmm. What chance do they have? Man, when I dealt with all that depression in high school, mm -hmm. I had a week where them, 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 them voices be talking. Mm -hmm. Am I gonna miss you? I got a knife and I'm wow. pressing this slit my, my wrist. Wow. And God will deal with you where you are. Because every time, like, man, just go ahead and just do it. Go play two pot me against the world. <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was my album. That was my go to album. Yeah. So we could try and about to do it. I would just go. Play the album instead of even go grab a knife. And just looking back at that time period, wow. Satan got he got he got soldiers too, and sometimes they wear you down. Cause fighting them, it, you gotta have your armor with you at all times. It's, it's a fight. It is. And don't and fight there. <laughs> and he does not fight fair, exactly. And that's why he you you said that right. And that's why we we gotta stand arm in arm and we got to hold each other up we got to mm -hmm. lift each other up we can't judge each other we no. can't say oh you know you we can't tell people that's dealing with mental health issues we can't say things to them that indicate to them you should be stronger than you are yeah. you know i you know no i, I mean I, I remember i i went through that phase, and this has been many years ago. Mm -hmm. I remember when they, when when people used to say, "It's okay not to be okay," and I'm thinking, "No, it's not. You need, you know, no, you need to be. It ain't okay not to be okay." But now I understand. It is okay not to be okay because at the end of the day, a lot of times we ain't okay, and I wasn't trying to rhyme. But this is just how it came out, you know. <laughs> I got you. It you, you, is okay. You addressing it and trying to okay. work through it. Yes. Compared to everything is fine. No. They jumped off a roof like what? Right. It normal like no, they weren't normal. They were dealing with the stuff. Exactly. They kept it hidden because that's a dirty secret. Say you have mental issues and right. It's not. Life is challenging. It and don't play fair. So whatever issues you got, he's gonna try to magnify it to get you. Wait a minute, you you ran you ran past something a little bit too fast. Let me back up. Okay. I heard you say life is challenging. Let's 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 mm -hmm. let's put Absolutely. a put a put a quarter in the meter right there for a minute. Let's talk about that. Life being challenging. And see, the thing about that is for real, for real. Life is challenging, but you have so many people that's walking around here faking the funk mm -hmm. because of the pressures that society put on you to be a certain way, have a certain thing, their definition of what success is. Mm -hmm. And then you walking around here trying to impress people and faking the funk and your butt is jacked up and toe up from the flow up. Absolutely. And like you said, when you take the bridge, everybody be like, whoa, I thought they had it all together. I can't believe they, 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 they you know, they had this going on. They had the mm -hmm. other going on. Yeah, we're looking, we're on the outside looking in and it appeared. And that's a full time job to keep up that appearance. Oh, <laughs> what you say now? <laughs> so you feel good. Like, yeah, they're 
cheerleader or captain of the football team, but they all screwed up. But they go to school, put on, yay, I'm the captain, and they just dying inside. Because they go, you ain't got no problems. Your family's rich or this and that and the other. Like, no, none of that matters. Satan right. tax everybody. Right. No your wealth or whatever. Right. We should be looking out for each other, try to help hold each other up. Through That's that. right. That's right. When this thing, yeah, yeah, this thing is real and, and we have to, we got to deal with it. We just got to, I don't, I, I, I just don't know how, how, how many times I can say this and how loudly I can say it, you know, we have to deal with mental illness and mental health Absolutely. issues because it is real. As they say, it's real out here in these streets. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's real. It's real. And I don't care who you are. It does not discriminate. Like you were just saying, you know, about people with money. It doesn't discriminate. It doesn't care if you got, if your net worth is a hundred million or a hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. It doesn't care if you black, white, yellow, red, brown. It doesn't care about your color. It doesn't care if you went to Harvard or if you got a GED. It doesn't care. Mental health issues affect everybody because we all live in a world where you just said it where we are challenged mm -hmm. and it's a fight every day it's a fight you know it, it it just is i don't care if somebody says that their life is perfect and i ain't got no problems i'm here to tell you look at me <laughs> you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth you are lying <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are lying. Yeah, you got something going on. Because mm -hmm. if, if you ain't doing nothing with your life, the devil don't want to bother you. He want to bother everybody. Right. You doing something right that he ain't gonna like. It. Right. Oh, Robin Wilson said, "What's up?" Hey, Robin. That's my girl. She's yeah, such a right there. Oh, she's good people. That's family. So supportive. So yeah, supportive. Blue. Robin and I have some great conversations. She's always so, our conversations are so stimulating. I mean, we just, we have great conversations. Robin is a true sister and I appreciate you so much, my sister. <laughs> yeah. Yep, she enjoyed the interview. It's a conversation that needs to be had because pandemic changed the whole world. <laughs> it did. In it so did. many aspects. <laughs> it, it did. In so many aspects. <laughs> it it really did. And it and 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 with this mental health thing, it made it 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 brought it to the forefront. The pandemic yeah. brought it to the forefront. It pandemic, like you can run, but you can't hide. Yeah, because you, you know they run to the streets to deal, but no, you gotta you and so-and-so got to deal with each other like, whoa. 
I mean, people call like, you all right? Like, we good. Y'all ain't fighting like, what the hell are we going to be fighting for? <laughs> I don't like to argue. We chill. Hey, y'all, y'all arguing? Put a Bible out or something. <laughs> what? Y'all always in these streets, we ain't got to look at each other. <laughs> and now you see that word. I ain't know that word. Where's that word come from? Shut up. Like, what? What, y'all, what, what you talking about? Y'all arguing over wart, for example? Like, come on, man. Pandemic gonna leave. Calm down. Don't 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 go crazy. But the devil been busy. Like, oh, I got that one. I got that one. And man, if you were single, no real family around, you isolated, really just got you going. Ain't enough crown and jack you can drink to get that feeling away like you just alone. And this is crazy. How do you become a mental health advocate? How did I become a mental health advocate? Yeah, and how can someone become one? I became a mental health advocate again because of my experience that I had with my family. Um, My brothers being affected by mental health issues and because there was an early intervention because of the stigma surrounding mental health Mm -hmm. um, issues, the situation just got out of hand. And unfortunately, they were not able to live the fulfilling lives that they could have because of these mental health issues that perhaps had they been addressed in a timely manner, they would have been able to get some professional treatment and they could have lived normal lives. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. And my brothers were very talented. Very, I come from a very musically talented family. Okay. Sings and singers and musicians. And and uh, my brothers were very talented. They sang. Uh, one was a drummer. One was a guitarist. One was a keyboardist and a guitarist. Okay. And they were very, very talented. And all of that talented went to waste. All that talent, rather, mm. went to waste because... Early in life, not when they were older, but early in life, they began to experience severe mental health issues. Well, they may not have started out as severe, but because mm-hmm. there wasn't early intervention, you know, it's just like a car. And I often, often use this analogy when I talk about mental health issues. It's just like an automobile, just like your car. You might get in your car one day and it's making a little noise and you just kind of ignore it and you drive mm-hmm. on to work and you know you park and you come out and you go on home and you 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 hear the noise and on your route back home, the noise is a little bit louder than it was on your way to work, but you're like, uh, I'll, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And then you come out the next day and you know, you do the same thing over again. You do the same thing about three days. And over that three-day span, the noise has become louder and louder. And now you can't tolerate it. And now it's time for you to take it to the mechanic. And by the time you take it to the mechanic, you end up with a $1,000 bill when mm-hmm. it a $100 bill. Absolutely. Because you weighed it too long you did not get 
the necessary treatment for that car that it needed. <laughs> and um, and by the time you did, it, the damage the damage was done, and you had you end up paying way more than you would have paid if you had taken the car in at the first signs that there was a problem. So it is with mental health issues, you know, uh, and with my brothers. If they had been treated at the first sign that there was a problem, I wouldn't be sitting here today. So that's how I became a mental health advocate because I decided that I don't want to see another family experience what my family experienced. I don't. It was horrible. It was horrific. It's in my book that I plan to release this year. I don't know if I'm on target. It's like every time I plan to release that book, something happens. So I'm not worried about it. I believe God's timing is everything, but everything is in my book. That book is riveting and it's a tell-all. The title is Crazy. Yeah, yeah I read some of it. In my yeah, you sure did. Oh, yeah, and that was just a snippet. Yeah, it's 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 mm -hmm. it's riveting. It and it's real, you know. So I don't want to see another person go through another family or person go through what my family went through. And then how can you become a mental health advocate if you have a passion the way that I do and I have a passion. If you have a passion for the mental health community, then by all means, get out here and, and, you know, start, start somewhere, start talking. You know, I've been in contact with, I recently uh, was connected with a gentleman who is running for uh, the house, the, the, the state house representative. I can't ever get this right here in Florida, in my district. And one of, one, one of the things on his agenda is mental health awareness. Okay. And so I've been connected. And it's funny because ever since I met him, we've been running into each other at different functions. As a matter of fact, I was at a function yesterday and I ran into him. I, I met with him about a week ago. I met him through actually getting connected with the Chamber of Commerce in my city. Okay. And so... He's also connecting me with some people that's going to be able to help me to further advance in what I'm doing with the advocacy. So, awesome. yeah, if you want to become an advocate, if if you have a passion for mental health um, and, 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 and if you want to help eradicate the stigma, stigma, if you want to lend your voice, as I'm doing, to help eradicate the stigma, and you can reach out to me and, and we can collaborate. Let's hook up, you know, let's find out what we can do uh, as the theme is for Mental Health Awareness Month, forward together. You know, we can do this for, we can move forward together. I, I can't do this by myself. And there are many mental health advocates out here. There are many organizations that, you know, are advocating. Um, so, I'm just one person and obviously I can't do it all, but what I can do is I can certainly lend my voice and I make it a point 
that whenever I'm in conversation with anybody, I'm going to find my way around to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> you better believe it. You ain't going to be quiet. We, we, look, we may be over here, but I'm gonna go way across the field. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go way to, way across the field. Yeah. Cut across the field, and we gonna be talking about mental health when it's over and done with. And, and 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 you would be, you would be amazed. You would be amazed at when you approach the subject, how receptive people are. Okay. Sometimes they've just been waiting. It's, it's young for that. They've been waiting. They've been waiting for someone to say something so they can unleash, so they can get some stuff off their chest. So I wouldn't really be an advocate if I wasn't keeping the conversation going. And there are many, there's there's a lot of ways that you can advocate, you know passing different bills and laws for different things that, you know, um, uh, different ways that the mental health community is affected concerning, you know, being able to get the proper health care. Because it seems like everybody is able to get the type of care that they need. If you have a medical condition, you know, if you have high blood pressure, if you have diabetes, it seems like there's so many resources and you're able to get the proper treatment that you need. But when it comes to people with mental health issues, like they're struggling to be able to get the proper treatment that they need, that the resources are just not available that need to be there. And then in, in, in our community, you know, being able to connect with professionals that can understand you. Because let's be real, you know, our culture is different. And if yeah. I go talk to Susie, Susie probably thinks I'm just an angry black woman, you know? So we need to be able to have access to people that look like us who can relate. They can understand. It's not that we're just being angry and we're just being explosive like a lot of people want to paint us as people of color yeah. to be. We're just no. very animate of how we express ourselves. Yeah, we are. We're just animated people. You know, we talk with our hands. We talk with our neck, you know. <laughs> we talk with our head. Yeah, we are. You're right. We are very animated people, and people get that twisted. You know, they get that twisted. We are very animated people. Yeah, so... But, you know, if you're dealing with a professional, a mental health professional who is not, yeah, I'm sure they study maybe about different cultures. I don't know because I don't claim to be, you know, that person. I'm just a voice crying in the wilderness. But at the end of the day, I'm just I'm not I'm not being discriminatory. I guess that's a word. And I'm not saying that someone who doesn't look like me can't help me, but I'm just saying what I'm saying. I got you saying. Anybody who heard it got you saying. You try. You want to take care of your own as well as reach out to other diverse groups. Exactly. And we need to. My first, the first part of my agenda is early intervention. 
And the second part of my agenda is bridging the gap between the faith-based community and the mental health community. We have got to start addressing this more in our houses of worship. Because did you realize that one in five people are suffering from a mental health issue? I know that. One in five. Wow, one in five. So you go to church and it's eight, say it's six people on your pew, at least one of those people or five people, let's just keep the numbers right. So it's five people on your pew. One of y'all got some mental health issues. One in five. Wow. One in five. And this is just in the U.S. That's a lot. This is just in the U.S. Yes. So we have to start addressing this in our places of worship. Because a lot of times in church, we think the usher at the door is, is just that didn't act right is just mean. No, he or she ain't just mean. They might be dealing with some mental health issues. And I ain't saying we got to put everything on mental health, but I'm just saying what I'm saying. I have been around this. You put that on the shirt. You yeah. put that on the shirt. I'm <laughs> just saying that? what I'm saying. I'm just saying what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. Don't you're right. No more. <laughs> That's right. I love it. I love it. I'm write that down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've worked in behavioral health um, with as a clerical as clerical support, but mm -hmm. I was a unit secretary, and the unit secretary is the central person in the unit. So we have access. You know, we 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 have access to patients' charts. I mean, we know what the doctors come to us. We know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I can just I can I can pretty much recognize when somebody's dealing with some mental health issues, they ain't got to be acting out. They ain't got to be doing that real string. <laughs> you know, I just know some stuff. Cause I, listen, I lived it. Man, I lived it. You all learned my some life. things. You learned some things. Okay. I learned some things. All right. right? Robin agree with us too about faith-based community need to work and do better. We got to do better because yeah. a lot of people in church ain't just, cause it's a lot, some lot of me. Go to the hospital to help you. Go to church. Uh -huh. Which say they're supposed to be a hospital to help you. Supposed to be. That's what they tell me. So <laughs> if it is, then we have to utilize awesome. all resources that we have. Okay, we good. come to church, we pray, but we can look at some people and see that ain't helping. Come on now. Can we be real? We can look at some people in church that come to church air Sunday and, and we can see that ain't helping. So now we got to do something else then. That means they need some other kind of help. You got doctors, all of them go to church. Like, hey, you need to talk to brother or sister on the side. You know, get you that real help you need. Get you all the way around. Jesus right. and therapy. Mm -hmm. Now, your online class, How? what's been the impact of that? That did not come off the way that I thought it would. So okay. that's kind of a dead issue. So, you know, hey, moving on to the next thing. Okay. Mhm. Mm yep. So you know, if it, if it don't if it don't fit, don't force it. This profound guy read this. Robin wrote, "I think that some Christians do not reach out for help 
because they believe that to reach out to a counselor means that they are lacking in faith. Profound. Absolutely. Answer that word, Robin. Absolutely, Robin. Yes, thank you for that. And it's true. We alluded to that earlier. Because I, <laughs> how about this? Faith without works is dead. Absolutely. So you you have faith when you reach out to sources that will be able to assist you. You know, I grew up in the Pentecostal church, and I know we're probably getting ready to get out of here. Let me say this. I grew up in the Pentecostal church, you know, yeah. where... Ain't no rest. This show about you. Ain't no rest. Let okay. You okay. I, I grew up in a Pentecostal church where, you know, where we got in the prayer line for everything. Mm -hmm. You know. Okay. And every, every, every Sunday, the same sister getting in the prayer line about her diabetes. Well, how about, why don't we have a talk about your diet one of these Sundays? Yeah. Do you feel where I'm going with this? Yeah, like let's really get rid of it. I can clean you up with all kind of oil. I can pour the whole bottle of oil on your head and I can pray heaven down about your diabetes. But if you go home and you don't put the proper nutrition in your body, you don't eat the proper foods, you don't do what you need to do, exercise or whatever, you're going to be right back in the prayer line next Sunday yeah. talking you about the spiritual body. and the physical you got to do both Get so both. then with your mental with so 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 it goes with mental health you know we put so much focus on we don't we we don't think it's anything wrong well we do think it's wrong because we don't want anybody to be sick but we don't look at people you know with a side eye when they say they have diabetes or when they say if they say they have hypertension or if they say they have cancer, cancer is one. A lot of people, even, even cancer, people used to be, people did used to be kind of secretive about cancer, but people are more open talking about cancer now, but you get my point. Those things that affect our physical bodies, we tend to, you know, be open about that. But for some reason, when it comes to our mental health, it's like, you know, yeah. we we don't want to talk about that. We we you know we don't, I don't want nobody to know I'm quote unquote crazy. And I know some people don't like to use that word, but that's the word that we use. So yeah, sorry that was coming up. We know what that means. We, I, and we understand, you know. And you just needed some help. That's all. Yeah, you just yeah. And if you need help, get help. Don't sit up there and suffer in silence. And that's what Absolutely. that's what I'm talking about. You know. So many people are suffering in silence. The, the individual that I spoke to yesterday, this person had been suffering for months and just going deeper and deeper. Now they have a history of mental health issues, so they understand, but that thing had gripped them to the point where they just had gone down a slippery slope and mm -hmm. was going so deep. I happen to, cause I'm not really, I'm kind of like, I kind of like pop in and off of Facebook nowadays, but I happened to pop on Facebook real quick yesterday and I saw that I had an instant message and I haven't even really been looking at my inboxes, but I could see from the first part of the inbox that they were crying out for help. So I immediately responded to them because I knew that something was going on. And 
we had a very long, long, long session. And they had been in a deep, deep depression for a very long time and felt like they had nobody to talk to, wasn't saying anything to anybody. And that's how people end up on the suicide track because they feel like they don't have anybody to talk to. Yeah, because people judge you. Oh, you, you should be, you shouldn't, you're, you, you, you shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't feel like that. Well, why you, aren't you, don't you, shouldn't you, won't you shut up, you know, stop judging people. All of us have moments of weakness. We all have moments of weakness. And when we don't have compassion toward people, when they're dealing with things, you may not identify that it's a mental health issue that they're dealing with. Say, let's just take mental health out of the equation for just a second. Mm-hmm. If that person is just having some type of issue, period, that mm-hmm. they don't seem like they're they're functioning properly, they're themselves, have some compassion. Talk, talk, talk to them. You know, let them talk to you and don't over-talk them. Just if, if you got to sit there for yes. an hour and just listen, exactly. And then, you know, because we don't, we never know what's going on with people. Consider yourself. We talked about this early. Consider yourself. You know, sometimes what's going on with you and, 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 and you're fighting these demons. You know what I'm saying? You're fighting these, these voices and, and, and these feelings. And so if it's happening with you, it can be happening with someone else too. So, you know, so have some compassion, you know, because sometimes people aren't telling you everything, but if you just listen, if you just listen and they know that you're going to listen and you're not going to over talk them and you're not going to judge them, then they, I believe they will continue to open up just like the individual that opened up to me. I mean, the, the stuff that they told me, woo, woo, deep, okay? I believe but it. it's because <clears throat> my first interactions with them, I did not judge them when they said, I tried to kill myself X amount of times. I wasn't like, what? I can't believe you. You what? I didn't go there. I, yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow, it, things must have, have been to make you want to kill yourself. See, I I never, yeah, I ain't never devised no plan, but I've had points in my life, no time recently, but some years ago, I was going through a, a pretty tough situation. I had, I, <laughs> listen, I did something real dumb. I was in the process of buying a home. I was a black, single black female. And you know, single black female homeowner, you know. So I was in the process of buying a home. Got fired from my job while Mm. I was in the process of buying a home. And my friend, who I found out wasn't my friend, because I was stupid. My friend, who was my broker or, or agent or whatever he was, when I told him, I said, it was the day that we were going to go to closing. I was like, I lost my job. He was like, 
you still want the house? I was like, yeah. And we closed on the house. He wasn't no friend. How you gonna help me close on a house? And I, a job. I got fired from a job. So <laughs> I said that to say, I had to throw that in. I said that to say, so here I am, bought a house, you know, being a black female homeowner with no job, but you know, I'm I'm fronting, I'm 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 uh flossing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody know and I, I just got fired from my job. All they know is I just bought a home. And they're like, girl, you go, girl, you go, girl, high five. Yeah, and when the first mortgage payment, it was time to pay the first mortgage payment, the first mortgage payment, I didn't have it. I ain't had no job. I ain't had no savings. I ain't have nothing. I went into the whole situation completely wrong. I said all that to say, so now here I am with a home and no job. I got a car, car note, no job. Of course, I got bills, no job. And I went into a deep state of depression. When I And the bills just mounting up. They're just mounting mm-hmm. up and I ain't got no money. And I went into a deep state of depression. And I remember I was thinking, hmm, I could just end this all right here. We'd be good. I won't have to worry about this. I, it crossed my mind. And yeah. I remember saying that to somebody, a, a Christian. A, and honey, she jerked her neck back so hard, she almost, she probably snapped her, <laughs> probably her cervical spine. Or something. <laughs> she just couldn't believe that I said I didn't. Okay, yeah, I did say I thought about getting up out of here. Yeah, I did. But you know what was the trip? And this was years ago. This was years ago. Mm-hmm. This was way back in the early, like two thousand. Mm-hmm. And don't you know that same day the pastor got up when he preached and he said, you know, he said sometimes stuff can get so bad. You want to take your life. I looked at I was like, because it does. The yeah. truth is, oh, I didn't say I did. I didn't try. Yeah. But even if I had tried, oh, well. Yeah. It get bad like that sometimes. It don't yeah. mean how dare you thought. Anybody's vulnerable if the tough situation gets tough. That's right. Anybody. You said a key word right there. Anybody is vulnerable if the situation gets tough. And I'll say it this way. Anybody is vulnerable if the situation gets bad enough. Anybody is vulnerable. We're human beings. And this mind, this mind is frail. Honey, like they say, it's a thin line between love and hate. It's a thin line between sanity and insanity. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you do got Jesus you can call on. You better. showing you the light and how to get up out of it and get to the other side. That's right. It's going to take a minute because where you at is a dark place, but to get to that light, you have to work. That's you right. And sometimes Jesus might be telling you to pick up the phone and call the crisis line, or text the cri- or text the crisis line. Mm-hmm. That too. You know? <laughs> Any form of help that help you? You know, I've been so drinking this Gatorade to help my voice. Okay. You know, COVID. That's right. I forgot. How you doing with that? Oh. You punched me in the stomach, but I punched it back. <laughs> I got stuff to do in these streets. <laughs> I hear you. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> well, how long are you? 
Are you? Is your quarantine about over, or where yeah, are you? I tested negative Wednesday. I went back to work Thursday. Cool. I'm now about ten days. Okay. Okay. Good. What you say? You got stuff to do, things to do, places yeah, to go, and people to see. I just gotta get middle ground jelly. Gotta go global, man. Gotta get this out here. People need to hear this. Need to get help. I love it. I love it. You know, any means necessary. Malcolm said the best. Yeah. Brand don't stop. Oh, Robin said some other good stuff. Oh, I love Robin. She always got good commentary. Yeah, she do. I wish that more mental health care professionals would talk about how physical health challenges can affect our mental health. Various health challenges can change the way that we do life. This can lead to depression, anxiety, or other mental health issues. Glad that you are all well. You too. Great commentary, Robin. And that is so true. And I don't think Robin will mind me saying this. I won't go too far into it. It ain't really too much too far to go into it, but mm -hmm. Robin actually had a stroke. Um, I think it was last year. Was it last year, Robin, or year before last? It was, I think it was before the... Um, yeah, I read her posting about it. Yeah, it was, I think it was 2020, maybe February of 2020, or February of 2021. I think it was like right before. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I got my dates mixed up. Last but, February, she said. Okay, it was last February. I knew it was in February. And I understand why Robin made that statement because people don't realize and see, I'm a person, I'm a person that's never been challenged with a health issue. So I don't know what it's like to have been challenged with a health issue and you're dealing with a physical, when I say a health issue, now I'm talking about a physical health issue as in a stroke you're dealing with a physical health issue but sometimes we never think about how it how that can affect us mentally and we're Absolutely. going through things and we may be thinking we're feeling how we're feeling because of our physicality what's going on in our bodies but a lot of times i believe even with that physical challenge a lot of times we may start experiencing some mental health challenges mm -hmm. and not realizing that it's directly related to what's going on with our physical challenges, if I'm making sense. Because when you're used to functioning one way in your body and mm -hmm. you have to start functioning in another way, in other words, if your functionality somewhat decreases, then that starts to affect your mind and that starts to affect you mentally and you might find yourself in a place and in a space where you didn't expect to be and so we need to i think it's so important that we address those things with with people such as stroke victims people who have been affected by strokes, you know, that that's something that's part of the, the, the treatment plan or the, the follow-up care or the, you know, you know, Robin can probably articulate that a little bit better than me because, you know, you thinking it's, you thinking it's your body, but really it's your mind because you're just being drugged down into this hole and you don't know why you're there. And it's because you, you've had this 
this physical situation that has occurred and it has somehow um, start affecting you emotionally and you don't know why, you know, you might be crying and you don't know why you cry and you think, well, I'm crying because I had a, you know, I'm crying because I had a stroke, but why are you crying? Because why are you crying? Yeah, you, you had a stroke and you're crying, but why are you crying? You know, what's going on? Just not with your body, but what's going on with your mind? I'm telling you, the mind is so fragile. And when we learn how to say it again, Jeffrey. That's why the devil always attack you in the mind first. Yes. Joyce Myers say it's a battleground. And if he if he gets your mind, he can get your body. Mm-hmm. And I believe that I have to be honest. And I'm so glad that our pastor said it on Sunday, last Sunday in his sermon. A lot of people are dealing with physical issues, but really it's up here. You know, for instance, a person who, and I'm not, I ain't saying nothing. I'm just saying what I'm saying. You know, you're dealing with something that appears to be physical. Say you're having headaches all the time and you go to the doctor and you've gotten every test that they can think of CT scan, MRI, blah, 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 blah. And well, Miss, we can't find anything wrong. There's nothing wrong. Baby, we better start checking upstairs. Yeah, you we can better make, go to the second floor. Yeah. You can make I don't want to deal with it. In the time if you start speaking, you're sick. You will make yourself sick. Exactly. Exactly. And and exactly. And not only that, if you're dealing with physical issues that nobody can put their finger on, I guarantee you it ain't physical. Excuse my vernacular. It's up here. And I'm not saying you're making stuff up. I'm saying there's things going on in your head that have affected your body. Your body is in perfectly good shape, but you're dealing with some mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And that thing has manifested to your body. You know what I'm saying? It's manifesting in your body is what I'm trying to say. I said matriculated. I don't think that was the right word. You know, right? It's 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 manifesting in your body. Ain't nothing wrong with your ain't nothing wrong with your body. Get your head, get your head together, get your mind right, get your mind right. I know for a fact this is a little bit off topic, but but it, but just to make a point, yesterday I was feeling like I had just been beat down to the ground. I knew exactly what was going on with me. I knew exactly what was going on with me. I was suffering from lack of rest because the last two days I've had a very strenuous schedule where I was up late, 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 okay. and then up early, 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 <laughs> and yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just saying what I'm saying. Yeah, and yeah. I was just, but I was feeling some kind of way in my body, like I felt horrible. Like I had something. And I'm like, I ain't got nothing. What I got is a lack of rest. Mm-hmm. You just need to go to bed. And I, when I went to bed, 
I turned my phone off, the ringer off, because I'm like, I don't want to hear my phone ring. I want, I can't wake up out this sleep. And you. I'm so glad I did because when I woke up this morning, I had gotten a call. And if I if my phone would have been on, I would have gotten that call. But I said that to say I'm kind of going off now. Okay. I knew exactly what was wrong with me, but what my body was feeling, I could have been like, ooh. What's going on? I need to go to the. I'm telling you, when I say I was feeling horrible, but I knew I needed some rest. Period. Point blank. I was because you can't run off of fumes, and people be trying to run off of fumes, and you wonder why you jacked up. I done that. Don't work. <laughs> it don't work. Sit down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know, Robin, she's bad working out now. What'd you say? She's bad working out. Well, she turned yeah, Robin. I'm that's right. That's right. And uh, let me tell you, working out, that's not only going to that's not only going to help with your physicality, Robin, because you know we are about the body, the body, the soul, and the spirit. So you're gonna feel better all the way around. You're probably already feeling better, Robin, all the way around. Because we got to take care of everything from head to toe. So we got to make sure our bodies are right. Because it, because it, because that, that stuff all works together. And if one of those, if one of those um, aspects of our life is out of sync, then it's going to throw up, it's going to throw us completely out of sync. That's true. You can say what you want to say. I guess. I, as the old folks say, I guarantee you, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question. What advice do you have for someone dealing with mental health issues? And when you say someone dealing with mental health issues, are you talking about someone as themselves dealing with mental health issues or dealing with mental health issues in regard to somebody else? No, someone who's dealing with it themselves. Or someone who knows someone dealing with it. What okay. advice you have for them? Okay. I'll start with the someone, if you know someone who's dealing with mental with mental health issues. I would say if you know someone and you know for a fact that they are dealing with mental health issues, please encourage them to reach out for professional help. It's really just that simple. Encourage them to reach out for professional help. That's all I can say. I'm not even going to take it any farther, you know. And then if you're the one, if you're the one that's dealing with mental health issues, guess what? I'm going to say the same thing. Reach out for professional help. You got to. You you must. You can't you can't fight this by yourself. You can't do it alone. And 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 sometimes let me let me say this before you reach out to someone for professional help, you may need to first reach out to a trusted source. Reach out to someone who you trust, who you feel comfortable sharing with. And then perhaps once you reach out to that person, they can steer you in the right direction 
But if you don't feel comfortable just going straight to a mental health professional, but you know, these days they have, I'm sure there's, you know, they have not lines. Say it again. Yeah, a lot of options out here now. To help there are a lot of options out here. You know, I'm sure they have anonymous or lines. I don't want to say anonymous because it just makes it seem so secretive. And we don't, we coming out. We don't want to be secret. We don't have to be secretive about mental health. We don't have to be secretive about mental health. It's real. It's a fact. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to be secretive about it. Nobody's judging anybody. Because at the end of the day, we all deal with things. Mm -hmm. So if you're a person who is either dealing with mental health issues yourself, or you know someone who is dealing with mental health issues, I would say first, if you don't feel like reaching out straight, going straight to a, a, a mental health professional, then reach out to a trusted source, someone who you can trust, who you know is not going to judge you. Have mm -hmm. a talk with them. But don't do this alone. Don't try to do this by yourself. Please, I, I implore you, I beg of you, don't try to do this by yourself. Because you know what? You're not alone. You're not alone. There's somebody else that's dealing with what you're dealing with, whether it's themselves, or whether it's someone that they know. So you're not alone. Don't feel like you're alone. Don't feel like you're the only one that struggle with mental health issues. Can I help you? I struggle with mental health issues. Did I set you free? The mental health advocate. Yes, sir. I might have a day every now and then. So did that help you? I'm done, Jeff. There you go. You said it all right there. <laughs> well, thank the mental health advocate, CEO, founder. How well are you, Cynthia Mobley? How well for sharing all her knowledge from not keeping quiet in this fight to get people to realize there's nothing to be ashamed of. Just get the help you need. Hope someone, whoever, or multitudes who listen will get the help they need and get better. As Robin said, drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, I love you, Robin. <laughs> That's right there. Appreciate her commentary. Yes. All right. Till next episode, everybody. Y'all have a great weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. All right. Have a good one. Detroit.